Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. You are tuned into the video game pharmacy. What is up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of VGRX, your weekly dose of video game news, knowledge, and know-how. I am your host, Scott. And over here, we have Britton. Hello. Hello. Hi, Scott. What's up? How's it going, Britton? It's good, man. I feel like we didn't think we'd get back to this point uh, (laughs) yet again, Yeah. where it's just you and me, one-on-one. Can we do this again? Oh, hey, guys. By the way, it's just me and Britton, one-on-one. Just us. Again. So if you guys wanted a round two of our succulent voices, here they are <laughs> and, for your listening know what, pleasure. You know what happened last time we did one-on-one? We had a two-hour show. We did a two-hour show. Yeah, hopefully that won't happen Don't get this excited time. yet. I mean, not that I wouldn't love to have a two-hour show with you again, yeah, yeah. but we also had a ton more stuff to talk about. It was E3, man. It was E3. There was no end to the news. So with that being said, E3... Let's talk mm-hmm. about Fire Emblem. Uh, I don't get the connection. <laughs> I don't know either. I'm all for it, though. Let's do this. <laughs> so, Britton has been talking about... We'll, we'll, we'll talk just, just briefly about Fire Emblem, because it's something we wanted to talk about last week, but I didn't have the game, and everyone and their mother has been telling me to buy this game, it's so I game. bought it. Yeah. And you bought it I've been when bugging it first you came about out, it. Yep. which I didn't know you were such a big Fire Emblem guy. I'm not. That's this is weird. only the third Fire Emblem game that I have played, and... Uh, I've only completed one. What made you decide that you were like, I want to play this Well, I one. really liked the one I played, which was Awakening. Mm-hmm. Wasn't as was big on Fates, the the other one that came to yeah. the DS, it or was the okay. 3DS. Yeah. But uh, there was something about the framing of this game that got me really, really intrigued mm-hmm. and excited for it. Because it's not just a tactics game. It's not no. just a tactical RPG game. Yeah. There's a whole other side of it it's that like makes it Sims. really unique. School edition. Well, I would put it this way. There's a lot of games out there that do the whole split personality thing. Yeah. Persona jumps to mind where Uh, a a big chunk of that game, half that game, is like teenage high school social life simulator. mm -hmm. And then the other half is the typical fighting monsters in dungeons, leveling up, saving Mm -hmm. the world type stuff. So in this game, you've got kind of that split too, but it's half tactical RPG battlefield simulator and half... You're a professor You're a in a college teaching students. Yeah, but it, it, it works so well together. It works so well. Yeah, yeah. they, I, they fact, really do hold each other's hand almost. A lot of time I'm having more fun in the off-battlefield stuff than I am on the battlefield. Me because too, it's so actually. engrossing. And honestly, that's where like 
90% of the character development happens. Mm -hmm. And these games are very well written. And there's a lot of thought that goes into the relationships between every single character in the game. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they're and, all voices, too. Yes, for the first time, everything is fully voice acted, which you're pretty early on still, I assume, right? Yeah. Later on in the game, when mm -hmm. you realize how much dialogue was written for this game and the fact that they decided to go with voice acting for all of it, mm -hmm. it's pretty staggering. I bet a huge portion of the file size for this game is just audio for yeah. all the, the voice recordings. That's that why it's did. all on the Nintendo Switch and not the 3DS. That's true. Yeah, it would not have worked out on the 3DS. No. The voice acting is generally really good, too. Mm. There's a few characters that are kind of grating and irritating, but... For the most part, at least in the house that I chose, the, the voice acting's been really good. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. What so, house did you chose? I, I chose. picked the Golden Deer. So, uh, sort of Harry Potter style. Yeah. When, when you're first introduced to this college and you become a professor there, you are tasked with choosing one of the three houses that are represented there. The houses each represent a section of the land that, that surrounds this monastery where the school is. And so there's, there's students from each of those lands that gather at this place to basically go to Battle Academy <laughs> and learn how to fight on the battlefield. Mm -hmm. And then there's heads of houses who are three strong personalities at each house. And you're kind of first introduced to them. And based on your interactions with them, you're, you're told to decide which house that you want to become professor for. Here's, head here, professor here's for. my problem with that, is that they do it so early on. They yeah. give you like no reason it's as true. to why you would pick any of them. It's true. Like, the, what they do do, though, before they ask you to pick, is they let you go around and talk to all of the characters. Yeah. So you, you meet the head of the house, and then you get to go around and talk to all of the students, students the yeah. prominent students from that house. And... They're all unique personalities. They all have unique backstories. And you get to see everything about... Like, you get to see their stats, what they're proficient in, a little uh -huh. bit about them. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect them to go in such... Like, the first two, I was like, okay, this is a thing. And then I got to, like, how many people were actually in the house. I was like, wow, yeah. they did this for every single person. Oh, yeah. Like, who's headstrong, who's shy, like... Oh, yeah. Who enjoys to you know sing or something like that like right. i thought it was really really cool so much detail uh and it made me feel a lot more like engrossed in a certain house versus another definitely so which one did you pick the i don't remember the name of it what color Still, it's the red yeah 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 the, it's because um, it had the hottest the girls red in eagle it. i think yeah i had the hottest girls you would yeah absolutely <laughs> you would. actually no i i picked it because i really like um um their whole aspect of like working as a team together and yeah. um, like battle bonds and stuff like that. Okay. I just thought that was really cool. Okay. Yeah. So I'm digging it. I, I can't wait to see how the story unfolds for you. Me too. From what I hear um, at the, the first half of the game is pretty similar no matter which house you choose, but there's a pretty crazy event halfway through that changes things. And the, the three houses diverge dramatically after that midpoint. Mm. So the story that unfolds for each one after that, sounds dramatically different and i'm i'm based on what i've seen from my house which i'm i'm like halfway through that second half and mm -hmm. it's been i i can't even imagine what's going on with the other houses so, so replayability. i can't wait to see yeah it feels like you could probably play this game three times easily and have pretty dramatically different experiences nice. which is cool which also makes me wonder why the heck did they not sell three different games it's good for consumers that we don't have to buy three different games yeah. but they easily could have put three different boxes on the shelf, one for each house, and some people would have bought more than one. Here's here's what I think. Mm -hmm. Here's here's my thought about that. Is that something? Because that works in like Pokemon's case, right? Yep. But people know Pokemon just by looking at them. Yeah. And <clears throat> you can pretty much identify 
what you're going to be getting. With this game, you don't know any of these three characters. There's no defining factors about them besides the way they look. So you yep. basically just be basing your choice on off the, of the look of. You'd someone. be judging a book by its cover. Exactly. There's a there's like With an Pokemon M- like it's the same kind of thing, but yeah. not really whatsoever. Yeah. Well, each of the houses has like a crest and a logo and an animal that represents <clears> it, and <throat> then the main character from that house, the house head, is on would be on the cover of the box. Yeah. You can actually, I think, download from the My Nintendo website a cover that is of specific each. to your house. Yeah, you can. If you want to swap out the cover, which I thought was really cool. And I was like, that even more makes me think, why didn't they just release three of them? Uh, and another reason I brought that up is because Fire Emblem Fates, the, mm. the most recent 3DS game, had two versions, yeah. two full versions. And you could buy one and then pay like 20 bucks to download the content from the other one. Mm-hmm. But even something like that, I think, would have made them more money. But again, it would drastically change the whole game. Well, it, the game is already made that way, though. You yeah. will see when you get further into it. No, no, I'm talking about <clears throat> Fates. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Like that whole game was based on which game you picked, and it yeah. would change your story drastically. Uh, again, I want to see how each of these ones unfolds because I think it's a similar situation. I could be wrong. Sometimes games, oh, you're wrong. sometimes games fake it pretty well and make you feel like your choices matter more than they actually do. Mm-hmm. But in this, I really feel like it has diverged in a way that it, it would be a completely different story if I was on one of the other teams. So you're enjoying. Can't wait it. to see it. It's such a good game, man. Okay. There's so much thought and detail put into every aspect of it. We're not super big into Fire Emblem either, so yeah. if we're enjoying it, it must be good. Yeah. And it, everyone else I've heard from like has said it's good. It's just so dang unique. Yeah. There's nothing else like it. I, I couldn't find it. Uh, yeah. I went to like four different places and I couldn't find it Yeah, until that, you found it for me. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe it's selling it, out all over the place. And even the guy who was like, when I was like, hey, can I pick up this game? He's like, good choice. Yeah. I'm like, he knows thanks, man. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> thanks, random guy at Best Buy. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, that's enough talking about Fire All right. When you get further in, I would like to talk a little bit more about it yeah, and get sure. more, more of your thoughts. Yeah. Because I could talk about it for a whole show. I know you and could. And we need to get Killian on, too, because he's further into it, too. He'd have a lot to add to the conversation. I would like to talk more about it, but at okay. the same time, I don't know as much as you Yeah, no, yet, that's so. fair. Yep, totally. I'm going to probably pick it up when I get home and hey, just binge it today. Thanks for bringing it up. Yeah, I of appreciate course. it. Absolutely. Okay, cool. So let's hit the news. What do you um, want to talk about, man? <coughs> this sure. bug in my throat that I can't get out. Okay, um, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of a flammy. Um, I was kidding. I'm good. Okay, cool. Uh... We got options, man. Uh, okay, let's so about, let's just start at the top and work our way down. I have a better idea. Okay, this happened like right after we recorded last oh, week, the day we recorded. So yeah, maybe we start day there we recorded in the okay. order this thing happened. Deal. Oh, let's okay. talk about Ninja for a second. We talked about him last week. You guys we'll, know we'll my talk about, about Ninja. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is more. This is less <laughs> about Ninja and more about the platform. Yeah, the platform or platforms that he associates with. Mm-hmm. So what happened? So just. Out of the blue, um, Ninja tweeted out, like an hour after we recorded, Ninja tweeted out that he signed a exclusive deal with Mixer, which is another streaming-based website, just like Twitch, mm-hmm. um, for... I don't know if they actually said the amount of money that they paid him. They haven't. But a lot of people have been digging in and trying to find that out, but I don't think we it's, know. It's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. Yeah. Um, We're talking tens of <clears throat> millions, most likely. Like, he just dropped Twitch... Just out of the blue, mm-hmm. and um, Twitch made him what he is in a lot of ways, right? Twitch made a lot of he, people he, what he, they are. He owes like all his success to Twitch. Yep. So and that's then, why this was really surprising. Exactly. I I've heard that there has been a lot of um, 
between Twitch and its partners, the disconnect is getting further and further and further. Um, so I heard that's been an ongoing issue, but I didn't think it would be something that'd be like this. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, he just, out of the blue, quit Twitch, went to Mixer, and let everyone sub to him for a month for free. Okay. So for the whole month, you could subscribe to Ninja for free on Mixer. Uh, I've been on Mixer a little bit. I really don't like the interface of it, or no. I don't like the layout. Um, <laughs> I went through kind of as a joke, and there's like a top streamer tab. Okay. So on Twitch, you know, the top streamers you'll think of as like Dr. Disrespect, Shroud, Ninja when he was still on it. Mm-hmm. And they would have like thirty to 40,000 people watching them at any time. Guess what the number one stream was and how many people were in it? Yeah, it was probably Fortnite, right? No. It was not Fortnite. It was, was uh, it? <laughs> it was Monster Cat, which is a music site, and it had 8,000 viewers. What? So they were, it's just a, just plain music. That's weird. And there was weird. only 8,000 viewers in it. Is and this, then, is this a specifically gaming geared platform? Um, I didn't really look too much into it. I, know, I think so, like, but. Like Twitch too has exceptions to that. It's not all people playing <clears throat> video games. Yeah, like talk shows, Dungeon Dragon, things Tabletop, like that. Tabletop. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure. But you just said a music channel was at the top of the list. I know, right? Weird. So I'm sure there I'm sure there is like subgenres, but like I said, I didn't look too much into it. All right. But the weird thing the whole the ugh, the biggest thing about all of this is that people are basically everyone's thought process is Twitch going down. Is people gonna start jumping switch uh jumping yeah. ship over to Mixer? I don't think so. No, and I don't. here's the reason being okay, is because where Ninja got paid to switch, yeah. not everyone else is getting paid to switch. Not a chance. So they would be starting absolutely fresh. Plus, Ninja was not carrying Twitch. No. There's so many great streamers There's way and better streamers out that there. use Twitch as hosting. He was just like, he just happened to be the face of it. Yeah, and, and that was largely in part because Twitch promoted him and made him the face of it. Mm-hmm. Because I guess they probably needed somebody to roll out at events and kind of represent their brand yeah. as far as like the ind- individual streamer goes, you know? Well, now Ninja's the face of Mixer. and what, so and, crazy. And basically, he will be going with Mixer to every single event they go to to yeah. promote them. <laughs> so we don't think this is going to have any dramatic effect on Twitch long term. Do you think it'll have an effect on Ninja's career long term? Mm, he's already hit a million subs. Yeah, but Mixer. I mean, he had like, what, 30 or 40 million on Twitch, didn't he? Subs? Oh, okay. Maybe these I are don't. subs. Followers are different. Yeah, than followers subs. are different okay. from subs. Like so, subs are people who pay to follow. So do you know how many people, he, how many subs he had on uh, Twitch? I think he had like top of your head? three million or something. Oh wow. Like okay. Yeah. So he had a lot of people. So it's getting up there already. Um, these are all just people that followed him there. Yeah. These, these are, are all not just people. Mixer users. No, 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 no. That are following him um, organically. But people are wondering like, what's going to happen to Twitch now? Is this going to be like the death of Twitch? I don't think so. That seems extreme. Yeah, I don't think so at all. People really enjoy it. It's almost almost like this is the way i put it was think of another site just like youtube that came out of nowhere mm-hmm. and it did well for a little bit did youtube ever fall i don't think so yeah it would never I mean, i'm that sure there change. has been plenty of sites that have come up that were trying to be like youtube but it just didn't work out yeah so it's it's very strange for me to for anyone even if it's microsoft to take on twitch at its own game because mm-hmm. Why would you jump into a market that's so dominated by one platform like that? It's, YouTube's a good parallel to that. Yeah. 
it's just the one place people go to watch videos online. Exactly. This was the one place people go to watch people stream video games. Yeah. Why would you want to jump in and compete with that? How long has Mixer been around? Do you know? I don't know off the top of my head. It's I, relatively new. I had never heard of it before this story broke. Yeah. It's relatively new because uh, I remember last year at PAX, they had um, like a Mixer booth, and uh-huh. I think that was the first time I ever saw it. Got it. So... I don't know. Um, I guess my other question is, are they doing anything unique that Twitch is not doing that makes them an interesting destination? um, I'm not quite sure how this works. Mm -hmm. Their whole, like, bit system, um, which for in Twitch, bits are something you pay for and you can give to your... To the streamer. Oh, okay. And it's money, basically. Yeah. Um, So it's kind of... It's, like, a different way to donate. Um, In Mixer's case, it's something about watch time and the more you watch the more bits you get and then you can give them to them and they're free and you give to the person and they make money off of it so it's almost like you are accruing a digital currency but then instead of redeeming it you give it to your favorite streamers yeah exactly but so i don't really know exactly how it works as a streamer on twitch i'm not gonna go to mixer i was not interested i was not interested last year when i saw it hey dude Um, you, you texted us though and you said you switched to mixer i was i thought you were serious did I really? You did the, the day that happened. Oh, You're like here's my here's the link to my new mixer. Oh account. God, <laughs> I appreciate sure you were joking. It was a fat beam, dude. That's because fun. I don't know. I don't. Enjoy they didn't mixer cut you a twenty million dollar check. Did no, they? when that they I don't know about. when they do though, that would I'll let you know. That might motivate you. I will let <laughs> to you make know. the switch. Yeah, I, I, we'll see what happens. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, I already hate Ninja anyway. I think he's kind of a tool, and this kind I don't of solidifies know it. Yeah. Think well, of, I mean, dude, if if you could continue generating revenue at a rate of probably a couple million dollars a year yeah. on Twitch for mm-hmm. the indefinite future yeah. or take a 20 or 30 million dollar check up front mm-hmm. and have probably no further commitment other than to keep doing what you're doing but on a different platform mm-hmm. that's a good deal for him yeah and if he's thinking about long term his career his future how long he might be relevant it probably makes perfect sense for him to make this move just based on the money do you want to it seems a little shallow but do you want to think of it in a different sense yeah okay there's people who pay to mm-hmm. be subscribed to him and out of the yeah probably probably the end of the month he just dipped so all those subs who pay him yeah. to stream just So you're you're talking about his sub yeah. subs on yeah. Twitch. Yeah. They that's um, kind of a slap in their face. I get that. And that's not even like because there's three different tiers. There's maybe that's why they offer <clears throat> free subs on Mixer though for a month. Maybe. To to allow those people to follow him without paying <clears throat> for it, because they already paid once. Yeah, but people don't want to why would they switch platforms? Why would yeah. anyone switch platforms just to watch someone? Um, because they really like him, I guess. Maybe, I maybe there's some people who would, but for the most part, I'd be, I'm, I don't think so. Yeah, we'll I, I don't like being forced to use a new platform that I'm not familiar with yeah. either. Fun fact: What's up? Twitch is using. So when he announced this, they took away his ver- verification. Oh yeah, like on instantly. Twitch, yep, like instantly, mm-hmm. and they've been u- using his channel to host his rivals on Twitch. Oh yeah, yeah. Just as an extra knee slapper. Well, hey, they they have every right to do that. <coughs> I just thought it was funny. Yeah, that's funny. Funny, funny, funny. So I wonder if they like can log into his account and stuff. That'd be weird. I should right? look. I haven't looked at his channel in a week. Huh. I want to see what it looks like now. Probably barren. You'd think it'd be gone entirely, but There's, maybe they like can redirect or something. What I know was funny is that people were in his chat the yeah. day it happened on both Mixer and um, oh. Twitch, even though he wasn't live. People were all... Uh, 
responding to this in real time up in arms like, oh yeah funny. dude that would have been fun to witness oh it was it was yeah. very fun it was only emotes that were being oh that sounds spewed, hard, right but whatever yeah you know you know how that's it is. how we communicate these days yeah hey hey what's up speaking of packs yeah wait were we do you want i mean we were i was talking about packs at mixer oh yeah or okay. mixer packs that's true you mentioned it briefly yeah Hey. Yeah, what's up? Want to talk about packs? We could talk about Twitch and packs. I'll do you one better. <gasps> Whoa. Boop, 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 boop. And Microsoft. Yeah. What's going on with packs this year? Oh, my God, dude. I don't know. This is a big story. I don't want to say that this is the downfall of packs, but it's this is pretty big. It's a big this is a big piece of news. Yeah. So what happened? Uh, on Monday. No. Uh, uh, what day is it today? Thursday. Thursday. On Tuesday, uh-huh. they released their map and the schedule for panels. Right. Um, their panel list is looking a little s- slacking. I looked through the first couple days. Yeah. There wasn't much that jumped There wasn't out at me. too much. Yeah. Uh, thanks for not picking us, guys. Uh, we really <laughs> uh, appreciate it. We tried. It. We tried. Um, Some year. But I, here's the thing is that the past couple years, when they release the panel list, mm-hmm. not everything gets released all at once. Because there's, I'm sure there's, there's got to be way more panels than there is. Because yeah, and they're refining and tweaking, I guess too. So I'm waiting to see if there's more panels. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of holding my breath on that one. I don't want to say too much about Were it. Are you looking for anyone specifically or what? Mm, there's just more. In there's a couple panels that have been there almost every year. I've been there that I, weren't there. I saw your throne controllers panel. So, yeah, I did see throne it's controllers, there. but there was like, a, like. Game night, like Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune and stuff. Those none of fun. that. None of that was there. Weird. Yeah, none yeah. of that stuff was there. Yeah. Um, there wasn't very many autograph uh, panels at all, which mm-hmm. normally they'll say like when autographs. But I only saw like I don't know a handful. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's just it, it just doesn't feel like a full list. So I'm biting my tongue right now. Um, because I don't want to bash it too hard, just in case that they do update it later. That's fair. Which they've been known to do plenty of times before yep um but the main thing was the main thing is gonna be there we so i was looking at the maps and microsoft and twitch are not on the map at all it's crazy man those are like i was thinking about like i was looking at it and i was thinking of the different companies that have been there and haven't been there throughout the years Mm -hmm. and microsoft and twitch are two really really Big companies not to have packs. Yeah, they're on the main. They're always in the main show floor room. Yeah, and they have two of the biggest booths there. Yeah, so why not include them, or why would they not decide that they want to be there? I don't know. It's it's got to be them deciding not to be there. Maybe, maybe they're just there's just too many things going on throughout the year these days, and you can't do everything. That's, I don't know. That's silly. And I think that's a silly thing. The other thing, I guess, is this is Pax, mixer's going to be there, so maybe Ninja will be there. There's your autograph session. I hate you so much. I mean, I would. Mm, never mind. Pax Pax is focused on the fans. Uh huh. It's not focused on media. There's media there, but. You're not going to get a lot of publicity, a lot of coverage for your stuff by going to PAX. Mm-hmm. You want that. So Sony's going to be there. Sony will be there, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want that kind of coverage, you have you hold special events, you do live streams, or you you go to things like E3 and Gamescom, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's probably not much in it for them other than like giving back to the fans and rubbing elbows with the people that, the fans of their stuff. You so know? why not do that? Because it costs money. It probably costs a lot of money Twitch, to set up a huge booth. Do you think Twitch and Microsoft can't afford it? Well, Is no, that what you're getting at? It's more about return on investment. Like, what's what's it doing for them to be there? The other weird thing, though, I guess the counterpoint is Microsoft is like right around the corner. They're they're both 
Seattle, greater Seattle area based yeah. company slash event. So, so why would they, they just not? have to drive down the road? So I don't think money would be an issue shop. at all. Yeah. I, it's not like they're flying this stuff or trucking it across the yeah. country to come to the event. So it I, is, it is pretty strange. I found it weird. Google Stadia will be there. Yeah. Yeah, which I thought was weird. Well, they've got a lot to prove, so they need to get in people's faces every chance they get. That's true. With that thing. Mixer's going to be there again. Wow. Yeah. Um, Nintendo will be there. Square Enix will be there. Yep. I didn't. I looked through that list, too. The, the Square um, Enix is a pretty list. big booth. Yep. Well, now, now some of these booths have probably grown to make room for um, oh, wow. that space where Discord's Microsoft used to be. be there. <sighs> Do you think this will... Uh, alleviate anything on the show floor whatsoever like maybe it'll just be a little less dense and lines <laughs> won't have to get so big no no of course <laughs> no, not no, no, that's, that's not me change. being naive and yeah thinking. that's gonna be very optimistic <laughs> yeah. i don't know i personally have never had a problem with pax uh the amount of people that have been there um that's crazy to me is i've it, waited in some disgusting lines at pax yeah the worst one i ever waited in was mm-hmm. uh alien isolation four hours four hours for a like a 10 minute demo did you get anything cool no they weren't even giving anything away no and the demo was not that good no it wasn't even the vr demo because they had like one or two stations that were the vr experience uh-huh. it wasn't even that it was just the the straight up demo Jeez, and you, dude, you reach a point sucks. you're like you're in line for an hour and the line is barely moved and you're like man What's should i get point? out of line yeah. but i've already waited an hour it feels so dumb getting out think of line it, after spending an hour here think of it and then you way. wait another three before you get to play the game one if one computer is 10 minute demo uh-huh then six people is an hour well oh, that's gross yeah there, there isn't was that more, gross to think about there was more than six computers Ooh. or stations running it but i know not but too s- many more still oh that's bad. There was um See, that's one of the reasons I've fallen out of love with PAX a little bit over the years. It's just so darn crowded. Yeah, I feel that. Um one thing I have this is gonna be a weird PAX for me because normally, like I said, talking about panels, I have a ton of panels I go to, and this year I don't really have a ton. Yeah. So you know what? I think I might so this is the first year where it's like I haven't had a lot of panels to go to and um I can get through the show floor in four days easily. So I think might this not go will be the first what? year that I'm going to go watch the Omega Knot. Oh, dude, thing. you should. I've never least, watched it before. At least watch the final. Never watched it it's before. Fun. I actually, I, got, I came in contact with a uh, guy who I met in line at Emerald City Comic Con waiting in line to get an autograph from Christian Sabat. Yeah. Um, All Might, for those who are wondering. No, no, uh, no. The English voice actor. Kazuna Kuwabara. Come yeah, on, man. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah, whatever. Um... <laughs> Whatever the Kua Kua show you watch is. Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, whatever. Best anime Anime ever. nerd. Uh, talking. Yeah, that's You true. brought it up. That's true. I have him tattooed on my leg. Oh, dear. Um, What was I saying? Oh, anyway. You met this guy in yeah, line. Yeah, I met this guy in line. And super nice guy. And it turns out he's been going to PAX for almost as long as you have. Um, yeah. Since like 2007 12 or 6. Yeah. yeah, 2007 was the first year I went. When it, it, it's been going on since like oh four, I think. Though. Yeah, so he's gone to almost every single PAX and seen it grow and evolve. And he was actually a, an Omega Knot. Oh, that's cool. So like I was kind of able to pick his brain a little bit, uh-huh. but uh, um, yeah, that, I don't know. It's, it seems like such a cool thing. Like I really, really want to do it someday. There's a lot of energy in the room during the final, oh, the bet. finals. And the the one the last time I went it was Super Mario Maker and it was a, a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, that was the one that was the one he uh, was in. Oh really? Yeah, he got he lost on World of Goo. 
Oh man. Okay. Yeah. So if you remember gotcha. the guy who lost at World of Goo, that was him. That's fun. He was like, I. He's like, I'm really bad at physics based games. Yeah. And I was just thinking to myself, I was like, man, I'm really good at physics based uh, games. Have like, you played that game? In yes. It, absolutely. It's it tricky, man. I does, but I love that game. It's fun. I'm it's really cool good game. at it. Yeah. Um. And then I and then he's like, yeah, the people who played Mario Maker were trash. Oh. Uh, so sick burn. He probably would have won if he made it to that point. Huh? Probably. <laughs> so we'll we'll. I'm, I think I'm gonna go watch it this year because it's not like anything you're else not, better. You're do. not gonna have anything else going on. Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to go That's hang sad. out at Twitch. Yep. Which is sad. I know you would have spent a lot of time at the Microsoft booth, so I'm sorry you don't get to do that. <laughs> I don't really care about the mic. I'm really upset about the Twitch booth. Yeah. Um. Like, I mean, what did they do at the booth? I know they had like a couch and a live stage that was they going had, throughout the entire show. They had a live stage. They had like a partner um, only. Like, if you were a partner, you could like go sit in there and get like drinks and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Okay. And I don't know, it's just cool and fun, and it feels like a staple. Yeah. So why aren't they there? Yeah, I mean, things change and evolve. Sony wasn't at E3 this year, so it's something similar to that. So the, Sony's going to be at PAX this year, industry, and Microsoft well, they, not. Yeah, they are. In, yeah. Industry just changes constantly. And then Nintendo's going to be there, of course. I wonder what we'll Nintendo's see Nintendo's still repping everything. Yeah. But. Oh, we'll see, we'll see Sword and Shield for sure. Yeah. Sword and Shield, um, probably Link's Awakening. Yep. Luigi's Mansion. Luigi's Mansion, absolutely. Maybe Dragon Age or sorry, Dragon Quest. Dra- oh, we will, yeah, for sure. Stuff and like then that. I'm sure like some a little indie games here and there. But yep. Yep. I don't know, we'll see. No more 3DS, I bet. Which no, is probably about not. About time. <laughs> probably not. That thing what, dragged on for much longer than we expected. It what to. I really want to know is what are they going to have at the Square Enix booth? They have two booths. And the only thing I can really, I mean, I there's guess they new, do have a lot of stuff. There's a new Final Fantasy Online expansion. That yeah, There's Dragon Quest, of course. Again, coming yeah. to Switch. I want. Uh, do you think they'll show anything about the new Marvel game, Marvel Avengers? I don't think they're ready to mm. let people play that yet. Do I you could think be they'll wrong. They'll let people play Final Fantasy VII. Oh yeah, I do. I do actually. They'll probably give us that demo that they played at E3. Yeah, and, yeah. I bet. Yeah. That, I bet that'll be there. Cool. You get okay. to play that. That's kind of cool. Thanks, man. Yeah. Hey. Hey, what's this up? is a little more pack stuff, but this is all you because I don't know nothing about this. This is uh, kind of a downer, okay. and I don't, I don't know exactly what to make of it. Hey, but... as the Goo Goo Dolls said, yeah, hit me with your best shot. What are you talking about? Yeah. That was Pat Benatar. Oh, <laughs> the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> Whatever. You're like any band that was from before I was born. Yeah. is all one band. Yeah, basically. yeah, it it's all one matter. big conglomeration. <laughs> wow. As the Beatles said. Oh, yeah barracuda oh dear yeah okay i'm gonna stop you before you look like a bigger idiot <laughs> thanks if man. that's possible i appreciate that <laughs> so yeah a little more pax stuff went down and yes. this is not well i guess none of it was good news was it but this is nah. this is kind of a downer too so um i don't know if you know who colin moriarty is i've i've mentioned him on the show before he is an ex ign writer mm-hmm. and he did a lot of great work there and uh at a point, he and a couple other guys from IGN left and formed their own kind of games media outlet called Kind of Funny. Mm-hmm. It was actually like comedy, games media, all kinds of stuff. They did a bunch of other things, too. And then um, a year or two after they started that, he left that and started doing his his own platform of games coverage. Yeah. And he's always been very like politically minded, so he's done political podcasts and guest spots on political podcasts and stuff, too. Yeah. And he has... He has unique views, to say the least, within the gaming industry. Which is fine. Yeah, the, a, a lot of the the uh, video games media right now has a very specific... Um, how do I say this without uh, tiptoeing around a little bit? They have a very specific lean to all of the their uh, 
reporting and yeah. their ideals. Yeah. We could just leave it at that. Yeah. And it's it's kind of commonly accepted that games media leans a certain way. And he doesn't. He goes kind of in the other direction or on certain topics goes in the other direction. And um, so he applied for a panel at PAX this year. Mm-hmm. He and uh, a guy named Chris Ray Gunn, they do a PlayStation podcast together called Sacred Symbols. Mm-hmm. And it's just a PlayStation podcast. They talk about PlayStation games. They talk about, you know, hardware sales and stuff like that. They talk about PlayStation stuff. Yeah. So they applied for this panel at PAX, and they got an email back from PAX saying, your panel has been accepted. Um, They gave them a a theater, a date, a time, everything. And they said, um, go out on social media, promote this thing, tell your fans that you're going to be there. And so they did. And uh, they got a bunch of their fans excited about it, ready to attend the show. You mm-hmm. got tickets to PAX, all that you said, good stuff. You said something about like this guy doesn't go out much. He doesn't. That's true. Have yeah, many panels. Yeah, he's he. I've seen him once at a live panel with Kind of Funny, the previous group he was a part of at PAX. And he, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't do this kind of thing very often because it's just not his style. He's he's a bit more of an introvert when it comes to being out there in the physical space and mm-hmm. doing events and stuff like that. So, yeah, he, it, this was rare for him to do something like this. So, yeah, they said go ahead and promote it. He did. And then um, he got an email shortly thereafter, I think about a week after he got the uh, acceptance email. And this is what it said. It said, hi, Colin. Apologies, but we unfortunately have to remove your panel from the PAX West 2019 schedule. We apologize for any confusion. We're happy to still issue a special guest badge to you and the folks you had designated as speakers. So you'll have access to the show floor all four days. Thanks, PAX team. So you may have noticed there's absolutely zero explanation as to why his panel was canceled yeah. in that email. Mm-hmm. So naturally, he was bothered by that, and so was Chris. So they, they both started reaching out to PAX, um, emailing them, and trying to figure out what the heck happened. Mm-hmm. Because they're a high-profile outlet compared to a lot of the panels you see at PAX. And for their panel to just get straight-up canceled and not be offered any explanation, they thought it was kind of crappy. Mm-hmm. So they emailed PAX multiple times, and... I think about a week went by without hearing anything at all whatsoever from them. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, he got another email back from PAX. And um, it's really long, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. But essentially, they still got no response. Um, one of the questions he asked them in this email was, could his fans get refunds for their badges? Yeah. Because a lot of people theoretically could have booked just to go see him. And then they're paying for flights and badges. And now they can't even see him at the show. Yeah. And Pac said no to that. I mean, they could see him at the show, but... Oh, I guess if he was still going, but yeah. he's definitely, definitely not going. Yeah. Like, his first takeaway was, why would you even offer me badges still if I'm not wanted there? Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, he uh, he um, wanted to know why his fans... Or if his fans could get refunds for their badges. Mm-hmm. So they said no to that. And they still, even he, even though he asked very distinctly and very clearly what happened and why this happened, they still gave him no explanation whatsoever. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, the going theory... And I, I can't say anything for certain because I don't know about the inner workings of PAX. Yeah. It could have just been a scheduling conflict. I don't know. But the going... I can tell you yeah. by the panelists that they have right now, yeah. there should have been... Oh, okay then. It's <laughs> so light. There's literally basically nothing so in my opinion. So it's probably not a scheduling issue. No. Then. Yeah. So it sounds like it's politics, which really sucks because <clears throat> him and this guy do a really good PlayStation show. They're, mm. they're some of the best PlayStation coverage out there. He's written some of the 
most elaborate long form articles on the biggest first party PlayStation studios out there, like Naughty Dog mm-hmm. and who are the infamous guys? Sucker Punch. Yeah. He's done really cool, extensive articles on these studios that go deep into development on some of the best PlayStation games out there. So he's he's done a lot for PlayStation Media over the years. And he just wanted to go to the show and do a PlayStation podcast with yeah. his buddy. Yeah. And it sounds like politics got in the way. Like his personal beliefs and his personal pol- political views got in the way. But did he talk about that at all? Like about PAX or was PAX involved in any of his statements? Or do you think it's no. just because that's what he believes? And I they're think like, nah. it sounds like, and this is his theory too, that other people, either mm-hmm. attendees or other people with panels at PAX, convinced the PAX organizers that a person with his particular political and social viewpoints Mm -hmm. should not be allowed to have a platform at PAX. Hmm. Even though it has the panel itself would have had nothing to do with it. He said he just wanted to go to PAX, do a show about PlayStation, meet some of his fans, sign some autographs and go home. He wasn't there to talk about politics. And he's actually one of the people in games media that I follow that has a lot of restraint Mm -hmm. when he's talking about politics he's talking about politics when he's talking about games he's talking about games Mm -hmm. he doesn't let the two mesh or run together when you say politics do you mean like actual like politics like yeah like social issues got it and stuff that's going on in our country and our society got it that he has strong views on i thought you meant like politics like in the gaming industry yeah uh, no not not specifically game related okay and he's yeah he's not shy about what he thinks what he believes which is what he shares with his fans that's that's but he he doesn't talk about it when the situation doesn't call for it either so the whole thing just feels kind of shady and unfortunate to me Why because you... it, it's just another sign of our times where people cannot disagree. Mm. You cannot have opposing viewpoints to the status quo or you can be ostracized like this, even when you're not looking to have a political conversation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a time and place for it. And so I don't know, know if it, uh, yeah, I don't know if Pax just kind of succumbed to the pressure from other people that have strong, strong opinions about him personally mm-hmm. or if something else happened, but it's kind of a bummer because he's think? a cool dude. What do you think personally? I think it's politics. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know that the PAX organizers themselves came to this conclusion because mm-hmm. why would they have accepted the panel in the first place if yeah. that were the case? I'm thinking after the panel was accepted and it was made, made public that he was going to be there and have a panel, other people got mad and pressured PAX to do something about it. Or do you think it might have been a whole internal thing? Because like the people who do the, the whole panel situation mm-hmm. stuff... That's all a separate group. Yeah. And then you have like um like Gabe and Tycho, yep. for instance. Say they didn't like him. Right. Do you think they were like, Yeah, we don't want him here? Yeah. I'm sure they I'm sure with how big PAX is, I'm sure they have basically no hands in when it comes to people who get picked for panels. They don't see every stuff. single thing. Yeah, they don't through. they can't foresee at all of that I mean, stuff. I guess they all, gotta see the bigger picture. All I'd say is this is one of the bigger theaters that he was in. Yeah. And so it was one of the higher profile profile panels so i would think they would at least glance at that stuff Mm -hmm. like the bigger stuff that they commit to hosting but i could be wrong i don't know also they in recent years have kind of stepped away a little bit from the organization part of the show yeah and they're more just another one of the presences there yeah Yeah. so and you were saying a little bit and we'll move on here soon but you were saying a little bit about other other um like websites and Mm -hmm. gaming uh news sites and stuff were 
touching on the story and yeah. we're very, very tiptoey about That's everything. Right. Yeah. So uh, it took quite a while for any of the media, the big uh, games media outlets to pick this up at all mm-hmm. and talk about it. Yeah. And when they finally did, I think Kotaku was the first to do an article on it. And right there in the headline, they um, they said something about a controversial host. Mm-hmm. So they're they're alluding to the fact that Colin, as a person, comes as a package deal with certain political beliefs and social beliefs that make him a controversial person. Yeah. They weren't just talking about what happened. They weren't just talking about the panel being pulled and you know the lack of response from PACs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They they had to point out right there in the the headline that this was probably at least a bit on him and not on PAX. So it it does seem like most of games media leans a certain way. Mm -hmm. And that came through pretty strong in the way that this was addressed and covered. Do you think that, uh, that it might have something to do with some of these news guys kind of wanted to tip a toe around it because they don't want to like not be able to go to PAX as a media force or I doubt it. I doubt it. Especially Kotaku. They're pretty bold and they like, they were the ones that, three years in a row broke Assassin's Creed news before it was made public. Sure. So they, they, they'll do things like that at the risk of companies not sending them review code and, and blacklisting them from you know advanced copies of stuff. Hmm. So no, I don't think they would shy away from it for that reason at all. Okay. I just think that they have their own views on the situation cool. and they wanted to share them with their readers. God, I'm so scared of this PAX. Yeah, I don't know. I, Things uh, are changing there. It's kind of weird. I, oh, my God. Oh, one other quick thing that he did after that final response from PAX that yeah. was ba- basically not a response. Mm-hmm. Um, he offered to refund personally yeah. um, uh, PAX badge costs for 20 of his Patreon followers. Oh, that's nice. So the Out fir- of his the own first, personal expenses. Yeah. Says. So the first 20 people that contacted him that had bought badges to go see him, he was mm-hmm. going to refund them personally. I will say that PAX did release a reselling site this mm-hmm. year yeah. um, alongside their um, their like ticket providers, um, which I don't remember their name. It's not Frontgate Tickets, something else. But okay. anyways, um, people can sell their badges on this like um, uh, secondhand ticket website gotcha so and you told me it's there's no markup or anything no it's really just badges changing hands for for admission price exactly yeah that's cool so they needed something like that yeah badge sales have had some serious issues over the years it's trying to keep them out of the hands of scalpers honestly but like scalpers aren't going to stop i wish i would in most states scalping is illegal actually and Mm -hmm. i really 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 wish it was illegal in washington but it's not yeah which is sad because the amount of events that happen in Washington versus other states right. is relatively staggering high. Yeah. So uh, the fact that they don't have a log in scalping, it's actually a little baffling. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Because there's so much going on, like huge, huge events. Yeah. So People just preying on people making money yeah. off the fact that they want to go see it, something or it's experience weird. something. And it's not even like concerts and like gaming convention. It's like... Um, football and baseball and things like that. And, like, Washington has all the... They have a soccer team. They have a baseball team. They have a a football team. They have all these teams that people will scalp tickets all day long. Yeah. And make a exuberant amount of money off of it. Yeah. Because people don't really have the choice sometimes. So... That's frustrating. When I first went to PAX, I remember I bought a Friday and a Saturday badge. Yep. And I really was like, oh, I should have bought, you know, this, this, this day. And I wanted to get a Monday badge. And I think at the time they were like 30 something dollars. Sounds about Crazy, right. right? Yeah. Um, back in the day. 
And I went up to a scalper and I was like, can I buy a Monday bed? She's like, yeah, it's 50 bucks. I was like, it sucks. 50 bucks though, still after Monday was sold out. Yeah. You know, yeah. Wasn't that this bad. was just a guy on the street. Yeah. Yeah. So I, but like if I was to go up today and be like, I want to get a Monday badge, there'll be like two or three hundred dollars. Yeah. Which is insane. <laughs> I bet you're not right. I was like, oh, what wait, is this no. inflation? It wouldn't be. What? Because Monday badges are still available. No, how, they're not. How crazy? I looked today. Oh, are they? Maybe they went out of stock and back in stock, but they actually have Friday badges. Too. Oh, yeah. Friday. I know Friday's still Friday, available. Friday and Monday. Oh, you know what it was? I saw Sunday. My bad. Yes. Okay. I know Sunday sold out. I know Saturday sold out. But yeah, Friday and Monday still available. Just another sign of packs changing, I guess. Because yeah. they've, they've been sold out across the board in a week. Mm-hmm. Most years yeah. in the past, like five. I remember I had years. to be on it, or I'd be I'd be out of luck. Yeah, and but now, now I don't have to. Still have badges, so I don't know. What well, I got four. F- I got four day a four day badge because they brought those back. Yeah. Okay. So now I just have to. I have one badge. And I'm like, boop. Yeah, that's nice. So well, if if things die down there enough to kind of be a normal buy show a again, badge. buy a Monday Let badge. me know, and maybe Yo, I'll go again. Sometime. Buy a Monday badge. Come with me and come watch the finals of the Omegathon with me. That sounds fun. I don't think it's worth going. Come on. Now. I'll know, drive you. Well, that's a nice offer. I'll drive you. If if I change my mind, I'll let you know. Okay. As of now, heck no. <laughs> well, hey, do you want to talk about Pokemon? Yeah, let's talk about let's Pokemon. Let's lift this thing back <laughs> Yeah, up. I know. Let's talk about something We've fun. We've been talking about kind of depressing things. A little that's bit. What's going on? Yeah. Okay, uh, Pokemon. <gasps> New stuff came out yesterday. It's like a big trailer, right? Yes, yeah. big, big trailer. Okay. Um, they released uh, basically... So last generation had Alolan versions of Pokemon. Yep. So they were basically, um, they were versions of Pokemon that were unique to the region. Um, it made them look a lot more Hawaiian. Um, so like, for example... Raichu, man. Raichu <laughs> was riding on his tail as a surfboard. That's awesome. And um, Executor was a palm tree. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, they are releasing what's known... What, what is this? Uh, Galar? Galar, yeah. Galar Pokemon. Yep. So essentially they're like... You know the British version of Pokemon. Yeah, and there's the, some great ones. <laughs> one of the best ones was is it wheezing, wheezing. or coughing? Is wheezing, wheezing yeah. is the most dapper looking man I've ever seen. And yet seen. he's filthy at the same he's time. He's filthy, <laughs> yeah. But uh, so he has basically it's just wheezing, but he has smoke that goes. The big version, the big one, has like a mustache of smoke, and the other one has like big old bushy eyebrows and a big beard. Yep, and they have like. Top hats that are like smokestacks <laughs> that are just super tall. They're just fancy English gentlemen. Yeah, they're fancy English gentlemen. Great, they're dude. Doug Dimidome, owner of the Dimsdale Dimidome. Don't know what that is. Are you serious? Yeah. You've no. never watched Fairly Odd Parents? I have, but it's been a long time. I'll and show I you. I didn't the meme. watch a ton of it. I'll show you the meme. Yeah. Okay. Um, but fun fun fact: this is the first typing of both poison and fairy ever. Ever. So. Fairy. Really? Fairy. Yeah. I would never in a million years consider wheezing a fairy type uh, in any form. I know, right? But he, unless he had sparkly wings. He, I mean, he he, he's a dapper man. He's look. dapper. Yeah. That's true. Fairy. Um, and then they added dapper. a uh, gallon version of Zigzagoon, which mm-hmm. Zigzagoon is it's like a badger basic. or something. Yeah, it's like a badger. It's a pretty basic Pokemon. Um, but they made him look a lot cooler. Uh, and then uh, Lanoon, uh is his second of all form, but they also made a unique third of all form just for the gallery. Oh, that's cool. Um, and what's they the added name new evolutions. Uh, Abgus. <laughs> okay. Like obtuse, but it's Abgus. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's really cool that they, I really enjoy the fact that they're bringing back these alternate versions of old Pokemon. That's cool. 
Um, it's very cool. I hope they keep doing that regionally going yes. forward. It's going to lead to a situation where we have an obscene number of variants, though. On which is fine, Pokemon. fine with me. Yeah. Um, and then the next, uh, they added some. Well, they showcased some new Pokemon. Okay. Um, and I just want to make sure that I get these names right. Uh, more Pico is. It's one Pikachu. Of the Pokemon. It, it, it almost looks like Pikachu, yeah, but he's he's more of a hamster. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, he's a little rounder. So he's, yeah, so he's more of a hamster-looking Pokemon, um, and he has two different versions. He has his his normal version, and then he has his hangry version. That's so stupid. So, Is this a Taco Bell ad or something? No, <laughs> but he has he has an ability uh, where essentially it'll make him. Um, like more powerful. I don't know too much. You don't want to see it. me when I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, That's funny. But I, I love the fact that they they said hangry. I don't like that at all. Really? I'm. A, I mean, I'll let it. I'll let it slide. Oh well, I'm, I'm glad you let it slide. I'm glad you let it slide. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, they also revealed the new rivals, uh, or not rivals, but the new like team. En- enemy team. Yeah, right. And it's Team Yell. Yeah. Uh, and they look like guys that painted themselves up at a sporting event. A sporting event, or really, really annoying people who go to conventions. Yeah, Ooh. they also look a little bit like Splatoon characters. To yeah, me. they do. Kind of, yeah, they kind of do. Yep. So I don't know. It's and it just sounds really like goofy. It sounds like their goal, all they do, is just harass people. Basically, mm-hmm. they show up where wherever you don't want them, and they yell and they annoy, and that's like their whole thing. Yeah, they sound like the lowest stakes. Uh, right, uh, enemy team, which ever. is weird because we thought Team Skull was. <laughs> oh yeah, they're uh... these guys are just there to annoy. It yeah. sounds like that's their whole mantra. Let's just annoy people. Sorry, I'm yawning. One second, keep oh, talking. We don't have time for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Stretch. <laughs> All right, Woo! carry on. Okay. Um, and then they uh announced two new rivals. One of them being his name is Beady. I think it's I think it's a boy. It might be a girl. Okay, didn't uh, see him. BD, and then uh, the next one, which everyone is obsessed over right now, is uh, Marnie. Yeah. I think that's how you spell it. Mar- Minari? M-A-R-N-I-E. Is this like when the, the professor was shown off for um, Alola? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everyone was just so yeah. obsessed with him? Yeah, no, everyone loves it Because she's like a pastel. Like, she's wearing like a cute pink dress, but then she has like a leather coat and leather boots and oh, stuff dear. like that. So, super, like, punk, goth, pastel girl. I guess that checks out. Which everyone is, you know, (laughs) everyone's all about that life. That's funny, man. Um, But, yeah, so... Uh, One other thing they mentioned in this was Poke Jobs. Yeah. Um, You can get your Pokemon a job. Yeah. Finally, they can pull their own weight. Wow. Earn their keep. Riveting. (laughs) It uh, it sounded like an interesting mechanic, actually. Like, characters you, you find throughout the world will have jobs that need to be done and you can kind of leave your Pokemon there and assign them to jobs and then they'll gain XP. Yeah. Probably items and stuff by hanging out at these places for a while and off your team. Get some moonies. Yeah. Yeah. That's always good. So yeah, it looks good. I'm I'm actually really, really digging it and I'm really excited. Are you on a roller coaster with this game? Because a lot of people I talk to that are huge Pokemon fans Uh are kind of down on this game. I'm on board. But 100%. there's been points at after previous showings and unveilings that they've been excited about it. Mm-hmm. So it seems like it seems like people are up and down about this one a lot. I am on board 100%. Okay, good. You want to know what I'm not on board for? What? Let's go. That uh, game was garbage. Let's not. <laughs> okay, sorry. Let's not go. <laughs> okay, well, I tried. You you just laid into that the other day for a good 20 minutes while was, we were talking. I so. had to, man. You yeah. had to know my my purpose. But I already know. Is the thing. <laughs> That's true. I already yeah. know where you stand, man. Okay, well, hey. 
What do, hey. what do we got left? I'm sure we got hey. one more thing left. Um, we talked a little bit about packs, right? Yeah. We talked about a little Microsoft pulling out of packs. Yeah, here's something kind of weird. Well, they didn't pull out of packs; they just aren't there. I guess how's pulling, that different? Pulling out of packs would be like, hey, we're not going to be at packs this year. I guess it remains to be seen. They didn't it could even just, say anything. They be, just didn't show up. Could be just this year, but maybe they'll never be there again. I don't know, man. Oof. Anyway, um, Nintendo is going to have its own gaming expo yes. this year. Yeah. In Kyoto. And it's called Nintendo Live 2019 Kyoto. Do you want to go to Kyoto with me? Yeah. <laughs> you said you said it, you said it like you like yes I do but no, no, no I really don't I definitely do but uh-huh. I don't know if I want to go just for this oh, I want to okay. go for many 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 other reasons yeah because <laughs> this is just it's a typical showing we we kind of know what's going to be there so it's on October thirteenth just oh, okay. a couple months away and they're going to have um, some big tournaments mm-hmm. like they do it at most events they do this kind of stuff at. at E3, um, a Splatoon 2 tournament, Super Mario Maker 2, Smash Bros. What's a Super Mario Maker 2 tournament like? Um, I think it's typically they'll have a selection of really hard levels and have people compete to get through them. Got it. Either quickly or, I don't know, or just get through them at all. Yeah. Because those levels can be tough. Yeah. Um, they'll have demos, demo stations set up for new games coming out, kind of like what we'll probably see at PAX. And they're going to do a live Splatoon concert too, which is kind of fun. That's a thing in Japan. They'll do like, you know, Hatsune Miku. Mm-hmm. They'll do, what do they call those? Vocaloids? Yeah. Uh, they're like holographic projections on stage. Yeah. They'll do concerts for Splatoon, live concerts with um, Callie and Marie on stage mm-hmm. or uh, Pearl and Marina, or probably all of them at this point. So they do, you <laughs> the can girls go to a live back Splatoon together. concert, which is kind of cool. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, that's about it. But it's, it's interesting that they're holding their own event. They haven't done that in a long time. Nice. Yeah, I wonder if they're gonna have like panels or like announcements and things like that. Yeah, I don't know beyond what <clears throat> what they've said. What what else will be there? Reggie's not gonna be there, so why does it matter anyways? <laughs> yeah, for it. Well, I don't know if he'd go over to Japan just for that. No, nah, I don't. Probably think so. not. Especially since all the legends are right there. I mean, all the legends. I, I think Miyamoto could hold down the fort without Reggie oh, yeah. if he I had th- to. I think he'd be fine. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> Doug Bowser. You think Doug will be there? Probably not. I doubt it. Wow. Maybe. I don't know. I, I mean, mean, why this, not? This is the first of its kind in a long time, so yeah. maybe. It's it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, it is kind of a big deal. And I don't know. I mean, they still do E3. They they have a presence there. They have their announcement videos there, but mm-hmm. they've they've done their own thing for such a long time with Nintendo Directs, the way that they share news and information with their fans. So it's, this is just another thing that's kind of moving away from what everything else is doing. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe it's a step away from E3 and other events. Nintendo. Although they they also just said they're going to be at Gamescom and they've announced their presence there and what they're going to be showing off there. So they're still taking part in most of the big events out there. That's good. And they're going to be at PAX, of course. <laughs> oh, no, they'll be there. I know. Yeah. Got to have somebody taking up all that uh, show floor oh space. One of those funny is there's what? not that much floor space. Sony has five booths. Sony? Sony. Well, yeah, they probably took over some Microsoft space because they were always right no. next to each other. Uh, for the most part, it's all just the same space that they've always been in. So what's taking up all that Microsoft space? Mixer is one of them. Oh, they're taking up Twitch space, probably. Um, Ubi- <laughs> Ubisoft. Yeah. Um, what the heck is Ubisoft have to show I, off this year? I don't know. What Do just they dance. have anything? Yeah, Watch Dogs. Oh, come on now. Just Dance. They do have Watch Dogs. You're right. There's no Assassin's Creed this year, though, right? Nope. There's no Far they have, Cry this year. They have those really crappy, like, handheld-looking Splinter Cell games or whatever it was. That's it. You got to have a big footprint on the show floor for that, for Bro, your mobile games. I mean, I would be very surprised if they... I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they brought back uh, the stupid dinosaur from arc again like, oh my god I was so, so lame they brought it back like three years in a row 
Yeah. And one of the years they weren't even releasing anything. They were just there. They're like, hey, we're coming out of beta here. You can soon. sit on a dinosaur and get you your picture taken. You can sit on a dinosaur <laughs> and we're coming out of beta here soon. How exciting. Great. You got something against Ark? I, yeah, I do. It's bad. I do have something <laughs> against Ark, actually. Do you want to know what my thing against yeah. Ark is? Would you tell me? I hate the fact that they released like three DLCs and they weren't even out of beta yet. That's dumb. That's dumb. Why would you charge someone full price for all these things? You're not even out of beta. Yeah. It is dumb. But a lot of people were playing, though. Yeah, I know. When this was going on. It's like, but hey, guess what? what? Games are supposed to come out of beta. You're not supposed to leave them. You're yeah. not still fixing bugs three years into your game. <laughs> You're supposed to release it, then release DLC for it. Idiots. I, I agree. They got it all wrong. So irritating, dude. Yep. I even, like, my sister was super into the game, and I told her not to be. I was like, it's, you can't it's tell a flop. somebody not to be. Yeah, I knew it was going to be a flop. I knew it was going to be. It lasted a while, dude. I I knew a guy that played it at work that he, it was all he played for like two years straight, hmm. and he was like always, I got to go home and incubate my eggs. You got to tell me who it is so I can like make that. fun of him. I will. Okay, I will. Cool. I'll tell you later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's see. We got about five minutes left uh, of the show, yeah. or until we need to wrap up. Uh, we have four minutes until we need to wrap up. Okay, I got one more thing that'll just work out just right. Yeah, I think. hit me. So, um, are you familiar with the Nintendo World Championship cartridge? Of the course. Rare, the rare NES cartridge. Yeah, that's absolutely. About the most pricey cartridge you can run into out there in the Is wild. this the gold one you're talking about? It's not the gold one. It's the uh-huh. gray one. Yeah. So, somebody walked into a game store in Seattle, and uh, I have the name here somewhere. My I've never been there. Are, my eyes are already really big. Pink, pink Gorilla Games. Yeah, of course. Are I you know familiar with it? Absolutely. Somebody walked in with a box of NES games uh-huh. and said, give me a bid on this. And they started going through it, and they found an NES, or, uh, a Nintendo World Championship cartridge no in it. Way. Yeah. Hey. So, yeah. So the crappy thing to do, obviously, would be like, oh, we'll give you 10 bucks for all this stuff. They were cool about it. They told the guy what he had in there. Uh-huh. I, it doesn't say what any of the other stuff was, so yeah. I don't think it was anything important. It was like E.T. or but something But they were like, like uh, you got something special here. This is a big deal. And they told him what it typically will go for uh-huh. on the market. Yeah. And then they made him an offer, and he sold it to him. No And I way. bet... I bet he got a terrible deal <laughs> because he was probably just looking for some cash in a hurry to sell it. Yeah. But you know how pawn shops and stuff are. Yeah. They, they have to undercut yeah, to make because, a profit. Exactly. Yeah. So it doesn't say anything about what they paid for it. Mm-hmm. But uh, how, much, how much do they normally go for? Um, they say in this article that I pulled up that they go from twenty to 30000 typically. Or sorry, Ooh. sorry, fifteen to 20000 Yep. What? Yep. What does the gold version go for? More than that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. I so, wonder if it was in good condition. That's the thing, though, is it wasn't There's in a good picture condition. of it. It looks oh, all right. Okay. But, I mean, you know, the, the t- label's scuffed up and stuff. It's not torn at all. I know a torn <clears> label <throat> would be a problem, and that seriously affects value. But it's just kind of scuffed up. And they opened Imagine it up. Imagine being that guy who just had it thrown in a box and let it sit there for 20 it years. It said something like he used to be a collector back in the day, kind of before collecting video games was a thing. Yeah. So probably close to when the event actually happened. And then he just kind of put everything away at some point. But how would forgot you not about know? Him. How would you not know? I would know. I mean, if you're a huge gamer and then at some point in life you kind of just drift away from it for mm. a decade or more... Then you've just lost touch, I suppose, and you don't know what all this stuff is and what it all what it's all worth. If I would have seen that, but that guy, is kind of like the holy grail of NES games, so you should know at least that one if you're going to know any. I would have been like, I'll give you a hundred bucks for it right now, cash. <laughs> That's terrible, man. He probably would have said yes. I know, but you can't do that. I would have. You can't, especially when you have 
uh, IGN running articles about it. This guy would have found out maybe and been just furious about it. And th- that's bad business practice, you know? It was so, me personally, though. So oh, I don't yeah. care. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. I wasn't no, worried. I'm talking about the store. Oh, no. I'm not talking about the store. I'm talking okay. about like if I was just there yeah. in the store yeah. and been like. Well, I'm sure they offered him more than more than 100 bucks for it. I'm sure they it did. It sounds too. like they gave him a fair but realistic I'm price. I'm sure they for gave him a, a couple a, thousand. Yeah, right. And they already sold it. They didn't say what they sold it for, but this just happened within the last week, and the game is already sold. So it's not hard to turn these things around. I would have framed that thing and thrown it on a wall. It'd be a cool thing to have in your game store. Yeah, it would have been. But, I mean, if we're talking $10,000, dollars then you got to make a profit. I bought bought plenty of things from Pingrilla. They're a great company to buy things from. Is it one store? Is it a little chain or what? Uh, I think there's like one or two, but yeah, there's not many. But they're at like every single convention in Seattle I've ever been to. Yeah. They're great. Oh, that's cool. They're fantastic. I found so many games there for really, really good deals. Like I found... um, um, what was that game? The really old music game for the 3DS, Plankton. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I can't remember. I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I don't remember what it is, but I found a Japanese version of the game, mm-hmm. which can still run on American DS. Okay. And I bought it for like 20 bucks. Oh, yeah. Okay. I haven't seen that game in years. Yeah. So I was like, I'm absolutely picking this up. It was it was super awesome. Oh, hey, check, awesome. check this out. Yeah. Tonight uh-huh. on Twitch. Uh-huh. They're going to stream the full story of what happened um, from what? from their Twitch channel. Oh, wait, IGN? Appar- or no, Pink, Pink Gorilla. Gorilla. Apparently, okay. they have their own Twitch channel, and they're going to hop on and they're going to uh, talk oh, li- live about this boy. whole situation. When when that Is might be day? fun? <laughs> uh, it's at nine thirty tonight. Oh, it's right. Thursday night. I'm so if you're hearing this, you already missed it. But Scott, yeah. maybe you should check I it out. I set alarm. That might be fun. Yeah. Okay. okay. Cool. Well, hey, uh, Britain. Yeah. What's up? Thanks for doing this one-on-one with me. Yeah, this was fun. It you went know, really well. We did it again. As usual. It went well. Um, we don't need Zach. I do have a quick piece of trivia. Oh, if, yeah. If you want. It. Yeah, It'll just it. take a second. Okay. So we talked about Nintendo hosting a new event. Yes. Um, they haven't done that in a long time, mm-hmm. but they have done it before. Mm-hmm. Do you know what their old event was called <laughs> back in the 90s? No. <laughs> no? Take, N- take a guess. Uh, <laughs> Nintendo days. Okay, that's uh, a fun guess. Uh, no. When, when, can you tell me the year? No, because I don't know. I could look it up really quick. Oh, I don't okay. know off the top of my head. Dang it. I don't know when the last one was. It was a yearly event that they did a few different times. Um, it I, was, guess, I know it was in the 90s. I'm going to say the Nintendo Championship. Uh, it, okay. That, I mean, that is a thing, but that was not the thing. Oh. Uh, well, okay. Here, here, me. Here's a little more info. Okay. Um, they held it from 1989 to 2001. So they actually went on for over a decade. I didn't realize that. And it was um, it was in Japan, Kyoto. Tokyo Game Show. <laughs> nope. Nintendo Days at Wild Waves. Oh, I like that. Thanks, I, would, I would go for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sounds fun. Uh, I, I don't know. Reggie going down the water slides. <gasps> yeah. Dude, classic. his body's Reggie. For the water's fun. <laughs> the, water, the, water, the water high. That's good. Okay, cool. I kind of stumped you. Oh, good. Yeah, well, you did. Well, well hey, we'll, we'll find you. out next I'll week. I'll tell you next week. From Britain. See you guys. This was fun. For me. Bye, Scott. Thank you to NWCZRadio.com, as always, for letting us use you guys' studio. Don't forget to check us out on the social medias, iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all video game pharmacy. And um, hopefully Zach will be here next week. Yep, I think he will be. But as always, from us to you, we love you guys. See you guys soon. Thank you guys for listening to Video Game Pharmacy. Thank you very much. Your weekly dose of video game news, knowledge, and know-how. We got you covered. We got you covered. All All right. Peace out, homies. Bye. Bye. The pharmacy is now closed.